pick it. She lays it off. Teresa Polaris. It's an absolute peach. Yes, driving. What a hit from Melina Rez. Wow. And Sam Kerr has a hat trick. Meet him up. One now. And uh, welcome back to Radio Club. You know, it's been a while. We're inconsistent. But it doesn't matter because we're lucky. When we come back, usually... We're pretty, we're pretty good, aren't we not? It's true. And also consistently inconsistent is in and of itself a consistency. Exactly. It's a form of consistency. Not exactly. one we'd like to have, but it is. But it know. is something. But you see things, Lockie, I've been here, Radio Dub, and I've been on the search for a co-host. You know, I, I've been, I, you know, you wow. are my co-host, but, you know, you've moved on to bigger and better things, but you come back. You've come back. I, yeah? feel, I feel under pressure. No, you, no, no, you've, no. you've placed I've tested, me, like, on notice. No, no, no. I've tested Oscar Rutherford as our co-host, and Oscar's good, but Oscar's in Sydney. So I said... I need to get, uh, I need to get a new co-host, and you know what? I was speaking to Pav at Melbourne Victory. Pav was like, "Oh, you know, somebody be interested." And if you're looking at the screen right now and not listening to the podcast, you would know who it is. And so, one and only Miranda Templeman from Melbourne Victory. Miranda, thank you for joining us on the show. No, and no uh, and uh, I just got to say. What made you think, you know, Radio Dub, that's the yeah, show. What, what yeah, possessed what possessed you to turn up here of, of, all, of all places, of all days? Why? I don't know. I think Pav, like, introduced me to the show and I watched a couple episodes and I love the banter. I think that's that's the number one. The banter's got to be number one. Ah, this is what I'm saying, Lockie. See, I, when we were coming up with the show, you know, it was like, oh, we could do the serious content. We're not about that life. See, that's actually made my day because yeah. many other people could have listened to three episodes of the show and gone, not for me, yeah, not no. for me, but Miranda, you know, she's seen the light. She's so seen that's the light good. and you know what, I think that's a ringing endorsement that we need to, we totally. need to play that clip. And we will take clip. a take a victory lap on that one. And look, oh, shall you, we Was that a pun? Says, was that a pun intended? No, <laughs> unintentional. I, I walked into it like I do many puns. Um, but we should also say what a privilege it is to, to have you join us as well because... Uh, because you, you would know from your, your days of, of furiously guest booking for this show that sometimes it's quite hard to actually yes. wrangle players to do things. So when one comes to you, it's very exciting. It's, it's very, very exciting. You know what? Because of that, we need to get to know Miranda. Because we, because we do. I, we've already accepted you as a co-host, but we need to we need to just get through some you know some. I keys. had to audition. You're just straight yeah, in. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go through some key key points. Tell us a little bit about you. Just like just like a just like if you, just a simple simple life blurb. I who is Miranda? Who, who is Miranda? <laughs> Yeah, well, I grew up in Perth, so... We won't hold that against yeah, you. Yeah, okay. Well, I do miss Perth, but um, no, loving living in Melbourne at the moment. And um, I moved over east to Sydney when I was 17 um, to do, like, Future Matildas and stuff like that. And then uh, my boyfriend moved over to Melbourne. So that's why I'm here yeah. in Melbourne and obviously playing with Victory, which I am loving at the moment. So, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up over here. It must be. It's, it's nice. It's nice to move to Melbourne because you know it's like you've seen the light. You've realized Melbourne oh, is the I best. Knew you were going to say that. He's the he's the best city in the entire country, and you've seen the light. So good on you for that. It is. It's a center of sport. I feel yeah. like that's why I love it. Like everything's going on here: the footy, the soccer. Like just love it all. And look, what a what a perfect time for you to join us. Not only because you're in Melbourne, because th- this weekend or the one one just gone, you actually made your your victory debut as well and yeah. got the dub. Yeah. And got three points. And now you're a radio dub. How yeah. was it? How was it? Well, let, you know, you are the co-host, so you're going to be the one asking the questions throughout <laughs> this show. But I think it's only fair we pepper you with a, yeah, no, a few to I start with. Just, just, just to make sure you're radio dub material, you know. <laughs> uh, as you can see, by me being on the show, we set a very high bar. We do set a high bar. Um, yeah. <laughs> but take us through the moment, because obviously, you know, 
Casey is is Casey. Anyone who knows uh, and has paid attention to the A League women's in the last couple of years knows what um what she's capable of doing. But out of nowhere, injury, you know, and you you you're called on uh, at the um, you know at the drop of a hat. Just take us through the moment. What was it like? Yeah, well, I think that's the life of a second keeper. Really, is like you just have to be kind of switched on twenty four seven. Um, and I mean, Casey gives me a few heart attacks every game. Like <laughs> she goes down, but she always gets back up. So, um, yeah, it was kind of unexpected that, you know, she copped a serious knock this week, but um, she's recovering well. So that's good. And obviously would have liked it under better circumstances. But um, yeah, it was insane. I think um, kind of got thrown in the deep end. We conceded after like maybe 30 seconds of me being on, not even. But um, no, I think the girls were really good. They got around me and um, I felt comfortable with the team. And I think... The backline have like I have a good relationship with them, yeah. so just from training and stuff. See, this is the thing. I was at the game and like I, I saw the moment Casey down, and she's and it's like you know there's a there's a delay with Casey. You know, you, you wait about like ten twenty seconds, see if she gets up, and she usually gets up, but the time kept on ticking and mm. she stayed on the ground, and and I started to panic, and then I I like looked on the bench and you were getting like doing the warm up drills. What's in your mind in that moment when you like? Like, because like sometimes there are moments where you do you just do the drill, but they end up just back on the bench. Mm. What's going through your mind as the time keeps ticking, and you're like, "Oh crap, I'm actually going on now." Yeah, well, I think we warmed up at halftime, so me and Seb warmed up at halftime just in case, because she did cop a knock to the yeah. head in the mm. first half. So we warmed up just in case, and then I kind of sat back on the bench, put my bib back on. And I was like, "All right, you know, it is what it is." And then I think it was not even ten minutes into the second <laughs> half that she goes down again, and um, yeah, when I kind of the physio signaled for a sub. I was like, all right, this is the real deal now. And, um, yeah, just trying to kind of get in the mindset of you've been on the bench, you know, just watching Mm -hmm. for 45 minutes, an hour, and, um, yeah, just trying to switch on. And when you get on, you really just kind of want to do the simple things. Like, obviously, big shoes to fill with Casey Dumont kind of coming off. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just trying to do the simple things, right, try and give the girls a hand where they need it, you know, directing all the things that – I've been doing in training and I think it was a good time for it to come really for me because I felt like I'd been doing well in training and just needed to kind of back it up. Yeah, I mean, how do you snap into that mindset so quickly? Because, I mean, speaking from personal experience, and I'm sure, Bakula, you've had this uh, as well. I was a goalkeeper, lucky, so I know the mindset. Okay, <laughs> ma- ma- maybe you do. But for, for, for the lay the lay person, um, it, it's very easy to just fall into – you know, watching games without having too much in the way of thoughts other than, ooh, and ah, and oh, that was, that was a good goal. Uh, so so how do you sort of snap into that um, game mindset so quickly? Because it is a bit of like a, a, a Russian roulette, I guess, in the sense that you, you don't know when that moment's going to come. Yeah, well, I think it's very similar to playing a game, really. I think there are games where, as a goalkeeper, you might not touch the ball for 80 minutes. And it's the same thing. You have to be switched on staying involved in the game, even if you're not physically involved in the game. And I think that's kind of just trying to do the same thing from the bench, really, is stay involved in the game, keep observing, watch what everything's doing. Um, and then when you are called upon, you're ready. So um, I think, yeah, it's no different from being on the pitch, really. Well, look, obviously the the, the first minute, it's 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 tough when you can see the goal straight away. Yeah, I mean... Was I feel like there wasn't a great deal you could do about either of those two yeah. goals. They were both they were pretty both good. Pretty, pretty good, pretty good strikes. Gotta give it to them. No, but see, this is, you know, we talked about the game, Lockie. You know, the log the game's fun, Miranda. You know, it is what it is. But we it's true. And Miranda, obviously, having listened to some episodes, would know, yeah, you know that the game is the game secondary. Is the game is secondary. Who cares? Okay, who cares about the game? Now, you're a new club. Got to get used to the team. Now, mm. 
how was it? Is there a team initiation song going on? Is there what's the what's the vibe like? Like how how do you like settle in really quickly into a new team? Oh, well, I knew some of the girls already, and there is like an initiation process. Yeah. It's supposed to be the first away game, but we actually haven't had time on any of our yeah. away trips. But I do have something in my back pocket prepared, so okay. whenever I'm called upon, like I'm ready. <laughs> so don't stress about so that. So when you are, so what you've just told me is that next time you are a co-host on the show, which hopefully it's a regular thing. It's up to you. Up to you. <laughs> You'll be telling us what your initiation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll we can't know yet. We can't know yet. No, See, that, the team doesn't know. That's how you know exactly. that Miranda Templin is, is fit for radio. You exactly. never give away your best material straight away. You, you tease it out, you turn it into a bunch of segments. You go a long way <laughs> in this industry, <laughs> I tell you. Good. But we were talking earlier, you know, just, to, just getting ready for the show when you spoke a little bit about how guys did a Christmas dinner. Mm. Going out. And then you did like, see, now you said a term called white elephant. Now, I've never heard it. Lockie's never heard it. No, what, what, you know the concept. Bad Santa is that the other name for it? Yeah. See, let's stick with that because that, okay. that's an actual name. That makes sense. Bad Santa. But if you want to describe what it is, and then uh, tell us a little bit about how that went. Um, yeah. Well, Zim organised it. We had, went for brunch after the game, and um, so yeah, Bad Santa, White Elephant, whatever you want to call it. Bad Santa. Okay, Bad Santa. <laughs> and we everyone buys a gift. Everyone puts in, and then you draw a number out of the hat. And that's the order you pick your presents in. And then you can either pick a new present from the pile or you can steal someone else's that has already been opened. Um, so a bit of banter, a bit of beef maybe come out of it. But Okay, okay. No, no, see, see, I don't... Was there... What was, like, some of the good gifts, like, the best gifts that you saw? Like, what were, like... Were there, like, funny ones? Or, like, was, you know, somebody, like, just trying to mess around with the group? Uh, I think the best one was Murph, Mayer and Jess Nash. They all got together and they took a photo with Santa oh, in yeah. matching Christmas sweaters nice. and printed it onto a T-shirt. Yeah. Um, and Zim got that, I think. And I think that will be a regular wear. Okay. I think it's a new cop. Maybe maybe that's the new line for Melbourne Victory. Yeah. Like fans can put their, like, you know, it's just like a photo booth and it's just a new Melbourne Victory merch. What do you think, Olivia? Well, see, it's interesting because your motto is always, what is it again, dress well? No, 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 Lockie, don't butcher the saying. No, that's why I'm asking. That's why I've asked you. It's <laughs> not butcher. The saying is uh, dress well, coach well, play well. But that can be modified, okay. obviously, the middle okay. phrase, because I believe that, like, a coach like... Uh, uh, Adrian Stenter at the mm-hmm. moment, I think he's like, oh, this is my look, coming with it focused. He coaches well and his team's doing well. I think Jeff Jeff is like this on the suit, I'm sticking with it, dress well, come clean, and then your team's winning. So like... Well, we have the suit holder for every away trip. Okay. So the youngest gets the privilege of carrying the <laughs> suit around. The suit. In, in, But I think he left his leather suit bag in Sydney, so I think he's quite annoyed about so that. So what you're saying is we need to get, we need to start a mission... Maybe it's like just like bounces around, like somebody like a different player from each like team. They pick it up and then they they play another team and they swap it around and then eventually it gets back to. It's Jeff. somewhere in Sydney, yeah. Somewhere in Sydney. So Western Sydney Wonders, uh, Sydney FC. When you guys play, the next time you play somebody else and it just gets passed around. Yeah, through the community of football. Community, community yeah. of football. <laughs> Lockie, can you imagine the Jeff Hopkins uh, suit bag is the is the uh, baton of the A League? <laughs> it just gets like this is the. You know, like, uh, I don't know what the words I'm looking for, but there is a word and I will come to me okay. and I'll figure it out. But um, for you, you spent time playing for Adelaide. Mm. What was that like? I loved it. Yeah. I think. Adelaide's Except for the water, obviously. Yeah, well, the water's amazing. Why do you, I don't understand why you no, have it like, in. This is, this is not like, this is, I think Grace Gil, Gil, Gil tweeted about it the other the week. 
Adelaide water sucks. Like, it's not like a. I'm not making. This oh, you up. mean the drinking? The drinking. What did you oh, think? What did you say? I was sick from it. Yeah, what the did first, you think I was yeah, talking yeah, about? That, well, the beach we were talking about this no, off air, like and we thought beach. you. Were, and I was like, "You've clearly never been to Glenelg yeah, Beach." Yeah, that's how we got no, into Glenelg. No, I no. imagine how confused Bakul must yeah. have been, thinking we yeah. were saying, "Oh, drink the beach yeah, water; it's great." So, wait, what? Are you, no, I mean the drinking <laughs> water; it's horrendous. Yeah, I got sick from it the first Thanks, day. Something. It is bad. It's yeah. subpar. Thank you. Come on, exactly. So, um, besides the water, <laughs> what was Adelaide like? I loved it. I think it's a very similar city to Perth. Obviously, where I'm from, very chill, very laid back. The beaches are good. Um, and yeah, obviously it was a great year for the club. I think yeah. a lot of history made, um, the first finals appearance, uh, the pride game obviously yeah. against victory was probably one of my favorite memories. Yeah. Um, and the fans that we got out there was just insane. So I'm happy to be at victory and still be a part of that. Um, you're just is... like, you're, you're kind of lucky cause you've gone to, you were with Adrian Stans, like one of the best coaches mm-hmm. in league, one coach in league last year. And now with Jeff Hopkins, who's also a great coach, what's that been like for you, like transitioning? Because they, they have different styles, I'm yeah. assuming. What's like the – what have you liked about going going to Victory and getting coached by Jeff? Well, I think it's like obviously at Victory there's like this big club mentality. And I think at Adelaide it's more like the underdog mentality. And that's similar to Perth. Like you're always the underdog in every situation. But I think the expectation – to perform well and to get results is probably the biggest difference that I've found. So I think there's that kind of unspoken pressure, especially like coming off the back-to-back, yeah. looking for the three-peat. Like you've got a target on your back and everyone's coming for you. But I think he's very calm, Jeff, in the way he approaches it still. Yeah, no, no. He, he is a calm man. He doesn't give anything away in the press conference. So disappoints me. I like a quote, Jeff, or something. <laughs> we have had him on the show. But this is, this is a good thing, though, is yeah. that now... Miranda, off air, <laughs> off air, can arm you with, yeah, with exactly. information. Exactly. Jeff. Like, you, you can, the, you can ask about... Have you, got, have you got the suit, uh, Jack? You can ask about a suit. You can ask about Christmas sweaters or yeah. all, exactly. of, all of the above. It's it's yeah. all in play now. Yeah. We wouldn't put Miranda in that situation because she's a co-host and we wanted to stay as a co-host. So <laughs> you don't want to run away. <laughs> exactly. We don't want you to run <laughs> That's away. That's true. I reckon maybe we, we, we should preview what's to come for the rest of the show. Now, Miranda, let's just... You get to preview it. Okay. Because you're the co-host today. So you let the people know what we have coming up for the rest of the show. Well, we do have our very exciting guest, Catherine Zimmerman, coming on. So the classic, she's done her own podcast before. So maybe oh. we'll ask her about that. Yeah. I think, yeah. That's, it's a good tease. Yeah. I like it. And then we've got Lockie. You can, you know, just give us. Okay. Well, I, I was going to say that I'm out of a job and I'll just leave you two yeah. to it. I'll <laughs> head home. But, um, well, after that, after we get to the chance to, to speak to Zim, obviously a, a victory star, but organiser of, uh, of the White Elephant as well, which yeah. is, uh, which is, is very guys. important. It's very important. Uh, we're going to do a, a full review of, uh, of round five because there was some bloody no, good was, football, was, if you don't mind really, me saying. really, really good football. I really enjoyed this weekend. So we'll head to a quick break. And then right after the break, uh, as Miranda said, we'll have Catherine Zimmerman on. She lays it off, Teresa Polaris! It's an absolute peach! Is driving! What a hit from Melina Rez! Wow! And Sam Kerr has a hat-trick! And uh, welcome back to Radio Dub. As the intro plays a little bit longer, I do just love to hear that intro music. It's, it's it is good. Nice. It's good. It's good intro. Do we need to like uh, in kind of order of the day kind of thing? Does there need to be like a temple bar? 
turn kind of thing. Like, a, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's tough because you're a keeper. I need like, to do something first. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll get... We'll, I'm sure there's like this NPL. I'm sure we can find something. We can all something. We will scare the internet and we will find that piece of commentary. But, Miranda, you are the co-host. So I guess... I feel like it would only be right if you introduced our new guest, our guest, because you did organise the guest today. So, Well, Zim has very nicely come on short notice to help us out. <laughs> I'm hey, only Zim. 10 minutes away yeah. down the road. I was going to get close. But, yeah, thanks for having me. No, thank, thank you for joining us on the show. You know, it's obviously been a victory for how many seasons now? Uh, this is my third season. Third season. Now, are you – what's it like at victory? What's the – what have you liked about Melbourne specifically? Because obviously this is just a Melbourne bias podcast only. Um, I'm not sure how Miranda feels like about that Miranda, personally. Miranda's, That's okay. Miranda's I'm accepted, into exactly. Melbourne Miranda's accepted that Adelaide, you have no choice now. Adelaide yeah. and Perth don't exist as <laughs> uh, cities. But um, how have you liked uh, being in Melbourne and Victory? Um, I mean, I love Melbourne as a city. Like I moved here in 2018, um, and yeah, one of the coaches I had, he was like, "You're never going to want to leave here," and I was like, "Yeah, you're probably." of it but I don't know five years later I'm like still here <laughs> um but Melbourne like victory as a whole like I love the squad like love the girls and we're very uh um bonded at this point there's a lot of us that have returned and then obviously the new players too have come in and yeah I think it's a really it's a special group honestly yeah now you make a habit of scoring a lot of goals what's your favorite goal that you scored uh, favorite goal? Surely you'd be pretty hard to keep track of it at this point. Like uh, too many to count. No, there's some memorable <laughs> ones, I guess. Um, I think. I mean, it's not the best goal, but the grand final goal last year yeah. is probably like my favorite. Just like the moment, like again, that one was special too. No, no, no I, I can. That was that was a that was a nice goal. I like you, especially when you. Nah. It was like a rebound off no, Melbourne no, no, shot. No, no. It, it was doesn't matter. This is the thing, right? Like... This is the thing. This is why I feel like you've got to do like the equations of it. You know, you've got to the the moment, the, the the goal, and then the skill level. But I feel like the moment is so big yeah. that it's got it just it's like it's just like oh that's just like yeah great 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 goal. I mean that's why that's why I think of that one because yeah it was just special and like to win that game a championship like that it was just yeah it was awesome one of my best memories probably of soccer. Well, have you? Have you found your new teammate, uh, Miranda? Our, so our co-host, like we yeah. Sorry, our co-host. Sorry, you've got to adjust all the different no. terminology. She's she's very kindly brought you along here. How she uh, yeah, fitted in as someone who's been at the in the victory dressing room for a, a little bit longer. Have you found her? Yeah, it's very impressive on and off the field. I think <laughs> not to embarrass her, but flattering me. Um, yeah, well, actually, I. I don't think I've told you this, but I thought you were from like overseas when I first met you because your accent. <laughs> that's because like, Perth. That's because Perth is Perth. But it's, it's Perth. basically a different country, honestly. It's so far away. I asked some of the girls too, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, just like the Perth accent." Like I was like, "Oh, okay." Because I still haven't been to Perth, so I just yeah, it was oh, totally new to you me. Haven't been to Perth. No, I've wow. missed every time we've gone to Perth. I've been hurt. So, well, we didn't even go to the beach, so you weren't missing out on that much. Yeah, maybe I'll just go on vacation one time. Yeah, to Perth. Yeah, you live, so much to do you live in Melbourne. <laughs> You live in Melbourne. I know, just to see the beaches. I yeah, the beaches. Cool. you got to go to Botnes. Botnes is the best. Yeah, you've talked about that a lot. Yeah. What, else, quokers, what else is there? Quokers. Quokers. What? Quokka. We're making words up now on this no, show. Quokka. No, it's an animal. It's an animal. I don't believe it. I haven't seen it. But <laughs> it's just, it's not a real thing. Okay. Ignorance really is bliss. That's what? great. I don't know what's on that other side. When it was. I'm pretty sure Brisbane have like stolen it and made it the Olympics. Really? Like oh, the okay. emblem thing. Okay. But it's not even from Brisbane. It's from WA. It's from Perth, yes, because you know more people are more likely to go to Queensland. That's that's what it is. That's, that's what it is. But um, Zim, what's this season? Obviously, you guys, the Western United game 
wasn't a way you guys probably would have liked to start the season, but you've you've picked up your form and, you know, great win on the weekend. How's the season been going so far? Yeah, like you said, it was a tough start. Obviously, you don't like to go down two games. Um, but I think those lows just, like, kind of catapult you to the highs and getting, what, we have three wins in a row now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the last two have been pretty convincing wins, and I think we needed that. So, like, I think everyone's feeling confident that, you know, we can keep that rolling, which is which is good. good feeling. I want to ask about the wind because I was calling that game um, and the wind – was a stinker. Okay, had an absolute howler. What was it like? What was the wind like? I don't think I've ever played in that, like much wind. Yeah, like I don't. Know. I've played in snow before once in high snow. school, and I think that was even more like playable than than the wind. Yeah, it's pretty right. bad. You had like someone NFL holding the ball to take a free kick at one point. So yeah. It oh yes. Away. Yes. 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 I had to hold it on the ground. No. No. See, like the wind. I remember that, I can't remember who kicked it, but there was like the wind was like stuck up in the air for like thirty oh, yeah, seconds and just this. turned around. <laughs> it did, I remember it, in the first just, half. Yeah. It just made an absolute U turn, and I was like, guys, I was like in my head, I was like, this game's over. Yeah, nil nil draw. Let's all move on with our lives because that was that wasn't just wasn't fun. Like no. that can't have been fun to play in. No, it definitely wasn't. Um, I remember exactly that play. Like the ball would have gone out of bounds. It literally oh, yeah. went out of bounds, and like the wind brought it back in, and there was like, okay, play on. Like it was funny. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And would you okay, would you rather play in the snow again or play, try temp, uh, to tackle the wind? Again? Um, like I said, I think the snow was more playable. Honestly, like it, I think that game ended up getting called off in the second half, and we ended up winning, which was like fine. It was like our crosstown rival back <laughs> home in high school. Um, but yeah, I think again that was more playable. It's like playing in the rain, like more playable too. Than wind just affects the ball so much, mm. like it affects the play, and yeah, it was. I'll never forget that one either for <laughs> for other reasons. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I'm remiss to to ask about it, but I think I think we've probably got to touch on it because it's the thing that Victory fans want to know. Obviously, all we all weren't feeling very good when you went down with that that injury, and it wasn't it wasn't a nice one in in the Sydney game. But um, you know, obviously, it's kept you on the sidelines. We'll probably keep you on the sidelines for a bit longer to come. But how how is the injury recovery uh, progressing? How has that that period been for you? Because I think everyone who was privy to it on on the day was like devastated on your behalf. Oh uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was tough, but I think this week has been good. Like I saw my doctor and saw the x-ray of like the surgery and like I was feeling really good about it now and um hopefully starting to run somewhat soon and yeah, just from there like getting into a little bit of ball work and taking it like safe and slow but like you know to get back for the season. So like things are on track and hopefully I'll be back like a few weeks. How, how does that change your sort of role in in the squad? Because you, you know you're used to being such a, a focal point in this team, and now you've sort of got to be a bit more of a an interested observer. Does that sort of lead you? Do you give more advice out now? Are you being more of a watchful eye? Does it adjust the the way you go about things? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I guess I'm not the most talkative person, um, <laughs> so I don't know. I think more of a watchful eye, maybe, and like just the moral support and. Um, yeah, obviously, like, I still try and be there for the team and the girls and um, give advice when I can. But, yeah, I think the moral support might be my forte, I guess. <laughs> it's interesting. You you refer to yourself as a as a not very talkative person. Yet, uh, again, if I'm not mistaken, you are the host of a podcast, are you not? <laughs> That's a very loose term. <laughs> and I was, like, shoved out of my comfort zone to do that. And whereas I was talking to Miranda before, like, our last episode was – the start of this year, January, we're yep. talking about our New Year's resolutions, and it's now 
almost a new year again. Oh, wow. <laughs> we haven't done an episode. Can you, can you share? Was one of the New Year's resolutions more podcast episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. It was. I think one of them was to win the championship. So that was like, that was a check. The other one was probably to curse less, which is not a check. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can, you Positive can thinking. <laughs> Positive thinking, surely. But like, in terms of you know the team, Miranda can let us in. Know that you guys did your Christmas. And I heard you organised it. Is this the is this what the players can be? You know, they, this is the treatment you're going to give them as while you're on the sidelines. This is the kind of moral support that you're going to be providing. True. Yeah. Okay. I guess if they need a coffee, if they need a meal, I'll organise it. Yeah. 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 Take the heat off Liz, our team manager, a little bit, and yeah, I'll I'll accept that role. I think. Yeah, it's like, good. You got all the food orders in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was stressful. I don't do well under stress sometimes, but. <laughs> Do you guys do do you, they do Thanksgiving for you or like is it are you just like ceremonially just watching the NFL being like this is Thanksgiving you know da, da. Uh, oh we did like a house like just our our house there was like six of us in there and we did like a house Thanksgiving um, and then we watched the Friends episode of like the Thanksgiving one when they play Classic. football. See, that's that, one of my favorites. So, that's yeah. pretty iconic, that Friends one, because everyone goes off Friendsgiving, and, like, that came from the show, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, I, so, think, I think. Yeah, so that's pretty iconic that, like, they've, they've, done, they've done well. There are better sitcoms. I don't want to get into sitcom wars right now, but <laughs> I'm just saying. It could get bad. It could get bad. It's probably probably a separate show, to be honest with Which you. Which one? I said, right, yeah. Well, sorry. yeah, the, 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 the television debate. Yeah, this, yeah so, so, that's totally, probably all another let's, thing. Let's go on a different, go on a different <laughs> tangent. Yeah. Um, but... For you, obviously you're on the, the bench this season, but have with the squad, were you guys, like both, question both of you, setting out for this season, was the target just to go back-to-back? Or like were you trying to win the premiership this year? Because obviously it didn't happen last year, but you did win the finals, which is the bigger prize. Is that like, was that the goal straight away from the team? Um, yeah, I think the back-to-back-to-back was like top oh, yeah, of the list. I keep forgetting like, the other ones. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. Keep forgetting. <laughs> um but yeah, for me, I think it would be really cool to win the Premiership. Like that was actually one of my goals. Like because we haven't accomplished that in my time with the team. Mm. Um, so that was like my personal goal. But I think as a team, America or Miranda, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> can speak to it too. Like that's I think the main goal is to get back there and win. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think like. I kind of felt like a fraud holding up the back-to-back scarf. Like I feel like I need to accomplish <laughs> something with the team first to be able to do that. But. Yeah, I and you were on the opposite side last year in the first week of finals yeah. as well. Yeah, let's not yeah. talk about it. <laughs> it's 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 okay, you know. Well, this year, you, this is a you know, there's higher pressure, but these guys have got a good track record, mm. good track record. And like, I know, like we had had a few players on from Melbourne Victory before, and I know there's a team song. Like, and every time, nobody says seems says the name of the song. We just like, oh, there's a team song, da, 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 guys. Oh, I'm like, and I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what I want to. I feel like I want to be like, oh, this is the Melbourne Victory song. You don't know the Melbourne Victory song? No, nah, not the Melbourne Victory song, but the team song. Yeah, like, yeah. Can we be let in on that, or is that like a team like secret? Oh, I don't know. It's a secret, but now that there's been whispers of it being a secret, I don't well, it's know. Just, it's that not that I don't, know, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if it's a secret. But See, I, just, I think I. The problem is that I'm having is I think we were told it was a secret on air. Yeah. We got the name of the song off air. And now I have subsequently forgotten oh, the name of the song, which is a, is a problem. That's was it at the bay? Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've lost my chance now. now maybe yeah, maybe you'll tell us off here because I, I've heard that there's a team song. You guys, because a lot of the girls played for bullying mm. and I think it was maybe the bullying team song also, maybe? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I don't actually know. I don't know what 
um, the Wayne song was, if it's the same. I'll ask them, but yeah, we'll I know. Ask. I think I know the song. Miranda, you, Miranda, yeah. you let us know. Obviously, if it's a secret, if it's a Maybe. state secret, you can't tell us. Obviously, this is this is the problem that you have to. This is yeah. the tight line you have to walk yeah, now, Miranda. I, I, if this leaks, if this gets out, it's going to be pinned <laughs> be straight back by. on you. It's yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> but, I wanted to uh, ask you, you both, about um, one of your noisy neighbors who's who's cropped up this season in in Western United. Now, obviously, you've both had a sort of connection to what is Western United but has come out of the origins of Calder. Of course, Tim, you spent a number of years there, scored God knows how many goals. I'm sure you've probably lost count at this point, how many have uh, hit the back of the net in, in that time. And obviously, Brandy played against him a few times for FE Emerging last year. What, what do you put their sort of solid start to the season as Western under Mark Torcaso down to? I mean, I'll start with you, Zim, because you've, you've spent a lot of time working under Mark. Yeah, I think they have, like, a really strong bond. Like, I'm good friends with a lot of those girls. And, um, like, I value those friendships, too. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think they just have a strong bond in coming from playing for Calder to, like, going right into W League with, obviously, the few additions of some really strong international players. And Matilda's, like, they just already have a really strong base and strong bond and know, like, how each other play. And I think, yeah, their bond off the field translates on the field. Mm. Yeah, I feel like they didn't really have any expectations on them coming in. Mm. Mm. Um, and so, like, yeah, that's allowed them to kind of play freely, like, no weight on their shoulders and stuff. And, yeah, they've looked good at times. Mm. I don't want to bring up... I don't want to bring up the negative of, like, the first game. But it's We'll ignore it. No, no, they, they, they have looked good. But I'm always... Uh, MPL Victoria success is always my mm. my... My main priority in life at the at this point, <laughs> MVL Victoria's exam. What you mean, you personally? Yeah, like, you know, I champion for it every every day. You okay. know, I I, I suppose. I thought I sorry. What I thought thinking? for a second you meant as a player, and I was like, Lucky. good good luck to you. <laughs> good luck to you. <laughs> Not a chance. Retired retired uh, former goalkeeper. Actually, just want people oh. to know that you know I was back in my day. I was I was out there, you know, on the goals doing my thing. You know, yeah, the was, best position. I'm exactly yeah. as a you know mm. now, <laughs> <laughs> but like. For you guys, in as like as a club, as it, I've, I've lost my train of thought for two seconds, and I was just going to ask about like the club, and you've been there for two, three seasons now. Have you seen like it? Obviously, like the success has been like a continued thing, but have you seen it like really change the team and like even like it started the season in the preseason, like just get stronger and stronger, like the focus, or has it kind of stayed the same like when you first started there? Um, maybe a bit of both, like the, like ground level common thing like throughout the whole year is just to be successful and to win, win championships. Like, I think that's always there and that's the attitude. And I think, yeah, like playing together for so long and having that bond is like made us stronger on and off the field. So year to year, like, yeah, there's a few changes and stuff like staff and like new players coming in, but everyone pretty much buys into like the culture and the goals. Mm. And, um, like I said before, it's just, it is special, like what we have. Well, Miranda's obviously part of the reason she's come across is because she wants a, a taste of that that sort of success. But and she wants to be on radio, dog. Uh, yeah. Of course, you know, two Number things can two exactly. things can be true at once. <laughs> exactly. Um, but but Zim, for you, like you are quite a decorated player now in terms of you know awards at an MPLW level and you know, trophies at an A League Women's level as well. I guess how is it? How do you find the challenge of motivating yourself once you've sort of reached the the pinnacle because you guys have have done it 
twice now, you know, reached that sort of lofty ambition. For, I, I don't know. For me, it, it, it's hard to think from a player's perspective like, oh, yeah, no, I've, I've achieved that thing. It's done and square that away. It's like a bucket list kind of thing. But you guys have to try and do that again and again and again, year on year. How do you find that sort of motivation to, to build straight back up to that? Is the feeling of, of winning a championship just that good that it's what you want to chase every time? Yeah, I think so. That's a good question. Like, I think the club has a saying, it's kind of corny, like, the we want more, and it's, like, all the close-up of, like, everyone's faces, and um, I think that's, it's corny, but it's so accurate, like, to be able to win again, to go back to back to back, like, I don't I don't know if that's been done before here. No. Has it? No? It's, it's like, it would be a record. Ooh. See, now that no, is no, a good Melbourne motivator. City, Melbourne, now I'm, now. Melbourne City have done it once. Melbourne City have done it once in okay. their first They've three They've gone back to back to back. Yeah, in their first oh, okay. three, with three different coaches, I'm pretty sure, or two. I was doing my research for your first Why game. Why would you yeah, ruin their motivation? No, 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 but that's even more motivation for them to do it four times they get this year. Yeah. Because, Great point. Because they Great can point. be, you know, come on, lucky. I'm not, I'm, uh, in any Victorian success, I believe, you know, obviously, Melbourne <laughs> dominance, as that's I said true, before. But um, for, like, what's your favourite? Because you said the lucky is, lucky was saying, you, you have a lot of medals and you have a lot of like awards what is your favorite one that you've like personally besides the championships cause i know it's an easy cop out well, is, there a per- <laughs> is there a personal like achievement that you've had you're like oh that's oh i feel like i've made it or i've like something like that um yeah no i was gonna say the medals because those are i guess they're special um i don't know maybe um maybe my f- first couple years in mpl like winning the individual medals back to back. Like when I first came here, I didn't really, I didn't know the system. Like I didn't know how it worked, like how mm. like awards worked and all that. And like, it was only probably halfway through the season that people were like, Oh, like you could win golden boot or you could win this or that. And I didn't really know those were like, I don't know. Was, options, that, I guess. was like, that nice though? Like to, to be like, I just get to focus on my football. Like I, I'm cause obviously like there are, maybe there are some players who like really care about those individual awards and some who just want to play to play and they love the game. But is that like nice? To just not even think that they're even a possible like they're a, a concept you have to think about. You just get to focus on your game. Yeah, I guess. Like I think. Yeah, like I said, when I came to the country to play, I didn't know anything about the league, like how the whole system works, and it, it's also different to the U.S. Um, so yeah, I really was just that was my purpose for coming here was for soccer and um, to not have to worry about this or that, like little things. There's just playing, and that's what made it special too. Those those couple years at Calder. What what was the motivation to to make the leap at the time? Because obviously the, you know, the United States to Australia, it's not it's not a small move mm. by any stretch. Was it a a case where you know the the club in this case Calder reached out to you with an opportunity and it wasn't something you'd thought of, or was Australia for for some reason on the mind? How did we how did we get to the point of being lucky enough to have uh, <laughs> Catherine Zimmerman grace our shores? Um, I always wanted to come to Australia, like. I, whether it's vacation or to live or whatever, I, but to do it through so soccer. So to Melbourne, was, right? Yeah, only Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually like it's like the only thing I thought of was Sydney, but I love Melbourne so much better, okay. so much more than Sydney. Good. I gotta say, no offense. Um, That's finally we've reached consensus on yeah. an opinion. I'm in just, this just want to make sure that everybody was on the same yeah. page. Yeah, otherwise yeah, we, we have to stop it. the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just I one of my friends like had a Mark Tricasa's contact, and she didn't really feel up for coming out to Australia and I was like I'll go so I messaged him and emailed back and forth and finally came out for a trial and came out for the season and yeah that was again back in 2018 so it's crazy like time flies 
Is it is that something that plays on your mind at all, Miranda? Obviously, you, you've almost crossed a, a country's worth of distance from WA to Victoria. But is is you know the potential to to play overseas in future something that lingers a, at the back of the brain now and again? Yeah, definitely. I think not only for the football like kind of challenge, but just you know exploring and adventuring. Mm. Like I guess I'm still kind of young, so. Miranda, uh, you're 19. Still kind of young. young. Uh, <laughs> I'm an adult now, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I still have kind of time to explore that. And I think after I establish myself in this league, I think that's kind of mm. my goal at the moment. But yeah. Would you would you try out the college system in America? Or I don't think I'm eligible anymore. Oh. I think once you've played... Change the rules, guys. Change the rules. Just, just not young enough, clearly. Yeah, not that, young yeah. Enough. Okay. No, I think that's once you've wrong. played, like, signed a professional contract, ah, yeah. you're not eligible to go. So that's why some girls have, like, amateur contracts yeah, that yeah. are young so they can still go overseas. But, yeah. Um, yeah, not the college system. But, um, yeah, America, uh, I think Italy. My boyfriend's half Italian, so I think I'd it love looks, to go to Italy. Yeah or Iceland or somewhere like that, just somewhere cool. Well, you even if it is within the confines of Australia for the moment, you guys both do have to do your fair share of, of travelling throughout this state to to play your games. And it's it's a rare opportunity where you get to ask the same question to both people at once, but one that we do like to, you know, to, to know about is, is the, the subject of, of, of travel partners, you know, who you want to get stuck next to on on a plane who you don't want to get stuck next to on a plane have you guys had an experience of, of sharing a seat or you know being side by side on a on a plane or a bus just was, yet no we've only had where do we travel uh sydney sydney yeah but you guys haven't been been away very much so far this sydney season is that it yeah yeah i went to sydney so yeah is is there a? I mean, you, you've been around the squad for a little bit longer, so I, maybe I'll, I'll start with you. Zim. Is there is there a best and a worst that sticks out in in the mind from your experience who's, over the past couple of seasons? Who's talking too much that you're like, no, mm. not a chance. Talking too much. Throw uh, someone under the bus. I don't know, like Maya. Yeah, <laughs> she's always talking. Always talking. <laughs> um, I don't know, like. I'll chat to anyone, but then I usually just put my headphones in and look out the window. Like yeah. I'm in a music Do you have, like, because, like, I'm, like, I'll give people, like, 15 minutes, like, 10, 15 <laughs> minutes, and then we'll have a chit-chat, then the headphones yeah, are on, yeah, and yeah. then, like, exactly. I'm out. Like, yeah. but you better be quick with the 15 minutes. So let's, yeah. let's get to the point. I feel like it's before the plane takes yeah. off. As soon as the plane takes off, that's, like, switch mode. No, same, because it's, it, I just, if the flight's long, mm. we don't need to have this conversation. Keep it going. It's, it's no, you know, we both know this. We don't really want to be here for this conversation. <laughs> let's just, let's put it to the, the side. The Perth flight is the worst. Yeah, exactly. It's going hours. to Perth. Yeah. You, you want to get, you know, it's just, it's too, it's too long. Any, Being on a flight, sorry. No, 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 go on, please. <laughs> I was going to say, like, is, like, the perfect excuse to do nothing? Like, no one mm. can, like, yeah. Look at you and be like, oh, they're being lazy. They're doing nothing. Yeah, like just watch movies. Yeah, just relax. So like to have to talk to someone is like sometimes an effort. You're just yeah, like, sure. Yeah. Headphones in. Who's like really nice to sit next to? She's like, oh. they Paige get just naps. <laughs> Paige is good at sleeping on planes. I feel like that's a good vibe. There was a picture of like all four like yeah. four girls in, like a seat like everyone. Yeah, everyone <laughs> and then out. one person behind in the row as well is asleep. Yeah, that's the vibes that you want. Yeah, just yeah. knocked out. How do you how do you two go with that? Sleeping on planes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like from Perth, like, I'm good at it. Like, I needed to be good at it. Yeah, definitely so a choice. I've done my share of five-hour flights, like, 
everyone's complaining about it mm. when we go, but I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, a re- it's, it's a regular easy. occurrence. Do, do you get much of a chance to, to go back and visit family in, in the US in the off-season and, and that sort of thing? Does, is that a time where the, uh, the, plane, the plane nap comes into, into play? Yes, for sure. Um, well, over COVID, I didn't see my family for like a bit over two years, but mm. in between MPL seasons, like I'd go home. Uh, and then this last, like April to August, I was home, like traveled a bit, saw family and friends and it was awesome. Um, so yeah, and hopefully they my family will come out like, well, hopefully when I'm healed, I guess. And watch, mm. watch Have they had a chance to see you play down here just yet? Yeah. Okay. Um, my first season in MPL, they came out. Good, yeah. good, 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 good. And they saw he just scoring goals. He probably yeah. scored five on the day when they came out. <laughs> I think I scored a couple, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, a, just, just, be a, just, 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 just a modest two just or three. Just a modest two or three. Anything. A couple medals here and there. You know, just, just. Where in where in America actually are you from? New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. So, what? Okay. Now that we've we've said all of the things about Perth and Melbourne, you're from New Jersey. You give us, to give us a different perspective about somewhere else in the world. What is there to do in New Jersey, and why is it the best place in America? Or if it's not, you can say why it's not. Uh, it's definitely not. <laughs> the best thing to do in New Jersey is to go to New York City. <laughs> <laughs> and how long is that? Like, is it a ferry? Is it? A, I don't know. What's the? Uh, you can take the ferry from my town. My town is like. It's, Small, like, what do you think of small town America? Like, that's that. Okay. Um, an hour train ride from the city. Um, I don't know. New Jersey's all right. It has some, like, pretty places. Like, it has some farmland. It has, has beaches. The beaches aren't that great. You have to pay to get on the beach. Which really? Is Wait, Lockie, is New Jersey where they, the Sopranos is based? Oh, I knew you were going to say it. I was like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. No, no, because you know what it is? I was going to ask, what's the fa- most famous thing that comes out of New Jersey? Jersey but then, Shore. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's a fair. But then I was like... You thought it in your head and you were still wrong. That that was that was No, impressive. I'd say Sopranos. Sopranos is bigger. It yeah. is. Well now they made like a new show or movie with it too, yeah. like the Saints of Newark or whatever. Like uh, that was big. Is I that, does it, does it. everybody in New Jersey just go around the big town square and just like watch it together because like this is our place? Is that what happens? <laughs> <laughs> well, not my town anyways. <laughs> Maybe the, the couple of towns over in the actually I can't say that. You can't <laughs> She didn't say anything. She didn't say anything. She didn't say anything. But you know what, Catherine. Thank you for joining us on Thanks the show. It's been awesome. it's been been a lot of fun because new co-host. You know, we needed to test her out, see if she could get well, us a guest. Actually, but before we do, let yes. you go. Maybe that maybe that's our last question. What are you making, Miranda? So far, how's, yeah. how's she doing? Should sorry, just so, sidebar. Sidebar. Should, should, should we keep her on? Miranda, she's, she's, yeah. how's, uh, how's she going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep ten out of ten. Okay, okay, okay. would recommend. Okay. <laughs> I guess that was I, resounding. Okay. That's resounding. We, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll tell you we'll the tell you decision after the show. After the show, I get a report card. Yeah, yeah okay. something like that. Something so like that. we will head to a break, and uh, after the break, we'll just do a quick review of the round five fixtures, and uh, we'll see you after the break. Flash FNR. Pitch it. She lays it off. Teresa Palais. And uh, we're back here on Radio Dub as that intro just likes to just go a little bit higher. We're here for the final time tonight. And we thought, you know what? She was such a good guest. Why doesn't she stay around for the, the just the review of the round five fixtures? Gathering for Zoom and said yes, and we said fantastic. And you know what? There's only, there's only one place we can start if we're going to look at last week's games, and that's your fixture against uh, the Jets. Started, you guys started really, really strong with two very quick goals from Elena Rez. She's in red-hot form at the she's moment. 
she's absolutely on fire. And then got a little weird at the start of the second half. It was, I feel like it was because they were like down bad and they were like, we really need to like, we need to kickstart everything. Out of- yeah, we need to go for it. But take us through the game for you guys. What did you think of the game? And, you know, how did you guys see your performance? Um, yeah, like you said, the first, it was like right out of the gates, like a lot of energy, a lot of goals. Um, and then, yeah, second half, a little, little bit sketchy. I think things are just like, I was a little bit frantic. Um, I was pacing a little bit. Like, <laughs> I got up and was like, I couldn't sit anymore. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, again, it was a convincing win, and I think we needed that. But, yeah, Miranda's debut, I think that's... Yeah. yeah. That's the head. I mean, that's, that's the headline. headline. Come on. Miranda comes on, concedes after 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough goal, though. It, like, it was, it a, good, was, it was a really good shot, honestly. Yeah. But. No, but I think it was good. Um, I think we've been building, and I think Jeff started saying, even when we were... Like what zero oh from two, and like bottom of the ladder. I think we were still kind of comfortable with where we were at, like performance wise, and like we just kept building on that. Not really like, as I was saying, Jeff is not one to panic. Like he was very mm. comfortable with, with where we were, and we just kept building. And now, like three on the trot is a good place to be, and um, got a break now. But. Well, and I and I feel like as well, like throughout the games, and I. Feel even the Western United one, to an extent, was was a good sort of exemplar of it. Like the chances have have been there. You guys mm. have had you know a decent enough time creating the chances. It's just been about finishing them. And I feel like Sunday was the the point at which like the ledger kind of you know the 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 balance kind of um, sorted itself out. I guess. I mean, five goals. It's uh, it's not bad, especially when your central defender and your captain is scoring three. three. Kayla Morrison hat trick. Yeah. Who would have thought? Did you have it on your bingo card? Is that what you guys had? Well, yeah. literally that day I said, me and M Cost are in the stands, like, Kayla's going to score a header off a corner because she, like, I don't know how many get, she yeah. gets in training. And then, like, she just had to rub it in and get two more. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> no, the other thing I've got to ask is, because I didn't have it on my bingo card, Kayla Morrison scoring a hat-trick, but my fantasy team very much was happy about that hat-trick from oh, I'm her. I'm so jealous. Oh, so jealous. Set, and since I, and I had a Molina Rez in my squad as well. I was Ooh, living yeah, my best yeah, life yeah. on the weekend. But... Alex Chidiak is making a real habit of these Olympico um, corners. Is she like like training like is because I know some players like just do their finishing after. Is she just practicing her corners? Is that what she's doing? Well, we do we work on set pieces a good amount. I would say she's. I think she's aiming for Kayla's head. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it just sends off. It's just a byproduct of what we're trying to do. Are you on the end of the like? Are you like Alex? Please, this is just training. Relax, okay? Just, why are you trying to do this Olympico on me right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, sometimes I have to, like, for when they're practicing their attacking corners, like, I'll go in for the practice and I have to, like, pretend to be other goalkeepers. Yep. Like, the other teams have to, you know, press, like, a certain team. I have to pretend to be other goalkeepers. Yep. So, like, I have to either come out a lot or come out not as much. Yep. So, nah. I get an excuse. If I'm doing bad, I'm just like, oh, I'm not actually me right now. Yep. I'm someone else. <laughs> yep. No, that must. That's that's a, that's a that's a good way to, mm. to to put it. And you guys have, as you said, you got a decent while off because you're not back till New Year's Eve. Um, and you guys play. Da, 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 da. It's Canberra. Canberra. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to that game. Looking forward to that fixture. Tough fixture because Canberra been really good form mm. uh, lately. Obviously, got since you got such a big gap. How do you like prep for that as a, as a squad? Yeah, well, I think, yeah, the more time we've got off, it can either work in your favour or, like, do the opposite. But, um, yeah, I think the girls would be, like, kind of raring to go. We got, you know, we just want to keep the role going. I think we kind of said after we lost to Sydney, like, the next five games, we just need to get, like, max points to kind yeah. of get ourselves 
back in the race of where we really want to be. So um, important game for us, as they all are with the league so short. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be a good one. And the- Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to ask because we, we did start this whole show asking Miranda about how it felt for her to make her debut. But, Kathy, you're obviously on the, on the sidelines watching her make her debut. I mean, she's... She's in the room, so I guess you have to be quite, um, you know, quite surgical about the points you choose to and 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 not make. But but what did you make of her uh, her first um, outing in a in a victory jersey? Yeah, it was awesome. It was great to see. Um, obviously, never want to see anyone get hurt. Like mm. Casey is mm. tough to see that, but um, we know like we know what Miranda can do. We've seen her in training. We've seen like her skill level, and I think she fits right in. And um, yeah, I think that showed over the weekend. Is this? There must be something quite like satisfying about that. I mean, you get that with like a, you know, a keeper who maybe hasn't started at a previous point in the season or young players who get their debut. Like you guys sort of are as like first team squad members, you're kind of like the lucky ones because you know what these players are capable of and, and then they get their chance. Like even someone like an Ava Breedis, for example, who's sort of shot out of relative obscurity. She's been playing for FB emerging, but you guys get to train with her. You know what she's capable of, and then you get to see her deliver it, and everyone's like, oh, wow, where has is, where is this player come from kind of thing? It must be quite exciting for you. Yeah. Well, it just makes me feel old, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That was not my intention. No. That was not my intention. Lucky, don't insult the guests. Sorry. Yeah, we sorry. Want them sorry. Back. sorry. We want them back, God damn it. Uh, the, the other big game on the weekend was Western United uh, getting up 3-1 over Melbourne City. Interesting game because I thought Melbourne City had a lot of moments where they were like – really, really dominant, and they just kind of almost lacked that final pass. And then Chloe Legazzo comes on in the second half and does Chloe Legazzo things and scores two and gets her side uh, the win. Did you guys get to catch any of that game? Or And are you, have you? Are, we spoke about a little bit of, obviously, Western United surprising you guys, but mm. is it like they've been three of the last, year, last year's uh, finalists? Is that, like, weird? Yeah, I think... I think City play have been really impressive so far in the season, like the type of football they play. Um, and I guess when Weston beat us, we were kind of like, oh, you know, maybe a lucky win, the conditions were bad, whatever. But, like, for them to go and back it up, like, for what, the last three weeks now. Um, yeah, it's pretty impressive. And I think, yeah, obviously Legazo made, like, a massive impact and that's kind of probably the spark they needed from the squad who's stepping up from an MPL level yeah. to an A-League level is, you know, players of that calibre and she's done really well exactly what they wanted her to mm-hmm. do. Uh, and Catherine, for you, obviously a number of sort of familiar faces, I guess, in, in this squad, a few who have been former victory players, a few who you've been teammates um, of at, of at Calder United as well. Are you surprised or not surprised by how... I don't want to use the term easy, but how quickly some of these players have adjusted to kind of the the rigors of of playing in in the A League women's. I mean, someone like a you know a, a Melissa and Adriana Taranto, for example, they have been at Victory before back in the day, but they really have stepped into this league and and not missed a beat. Yeah, I'm definitely not surprised. And like I, from the beginning, even with the whole team, I like I don't know, I can't say I was surprised that like. They've done well. Like I always thought, they're going to do well mm. with the people leading, leading the club on the women's side. Like, and the players themselves. Like, they're always going to do well. Like they had everything laid out for success. And yeah, like AML, obviously, like they've been in and out of the league. And I think they just needed this opportunity. You know, like 
Same with Stacey Pabdabas, like she's, you know, been in and out of like the mix of trialing and, you know, been on the cusp of like getting there and then like she gets there and like she's showing what she can do. So um, for, yeah, individuals that like my friends, like I'm super happy for them. Mm. It's a tough one though, because like on the one hand, you guys, I'm sure can see the bigger picture of how good it is that people like that are getting a chance, but also... It's not as fun when they beat, you know, when, yeah. when they They're win. Still it? It's not, it's not, it's not that still enjoyable. Rivalry. That's not that enjoyable. And it's no. kind of annoying for you guys. You guys don't get to play them again this season. So, no, so maybe you kind of just got to well, wish. Well, they, they might. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe you got to kind of wish they get to finals with you guys, and then you get to face I put them. Put money on that. One yeah, year. and then yeah. see them. And then you guys get a like a, a, a just to get, play against each other again. I think that would be a really interesting like um, game because. We've seen a lot of games so far this season have been really, really like great and some really big score lines. I want to know what the reverse fixture is going to be like mm. as well. And well, I just want to see them play without the win. Yeah, well. that would be really nice. The ball on the ground yeah. with just like some like five passes in it <laughs> would be really, really, really great to see. That's a dream. That would be an absolute dream. The other game on Saturday was Adelaide United against Wellington and Adelaide one nil winners. Your former side, mm. they've been playing well but maybe haven't hit their the, the peak yet and they've in front of goal they probably could have scored a few more goals what have you seen from Adelaide and, and that game if you if you did see any of it and do you think there's another gear for them to even hit with that squad yeah definitely I think it's not just like this season they've been building they've been building for like the past few years and um last year obviously they made history for the club the first time in the finals so um, they're definitely not satisfied with that. I think they'll want to push for more and um, they've got a good squad. Um, and I think that, yeah, they're kind of in like a comfortable zone at the moment, I think. Um, they're getting results where they want them. Obviously, a good win against um, City FC with Millsy's um, header. Um, that was great to see. Uh, but, yeah, I think there's definitely another gear for them. And then for a side like Wellington, obviously, it's really difficult for them because it's a really young group. Um, and Zim, what's it like when you're playing with a group of like a, like younger players who are just trying to learn? Like, Don't insult way. the guests, Pekua. No, 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 no. <laughs> let me lead me to my question, <laughs> goddammit. It's a please. It's about, le- it's about that leadership, right? Because young groups need a lot of leadership and for a side like Wellington, their first side time back in playing in New Zealand fully, is it does it take a long time for younger players to really adapt, do you reckon? Yeah, maybe. I think it's important to note that they like they obviously all deserve to be there and they've like put in the work to get to the level they're at. But yeah, like I think there's always just gonna be like the league has like a wide range of ages and experience. So if they're a little bit on the bottom end of that, again, just because of their age, like yeah, I'm sure there'll be a, a bit of a learning curve and yeah, it's up to like maybe the older older girls to kind of take them under the wing. And, and I and I mean older, not just by age, I mean by experience it's in okay. the league, okay? Please. No, the, que- the question was fine. I'm, I'm sorry that I I'm sorry that I ever interjected to begin with. No. I, I It kind of feels like maybe as well with, with Wellington, it's like you having played obviously the, the entirety of last season away from home and be, having this sort of nomadic existence, which no one like wishes. I like that, nomadic existence. I like that one. Wishes, well. wishes upon them. It's kind of like you solve one problem or it feels like you solve one problem, you create another because, yes, they're back home, they're closer to their family and, you know, that's that's great, that's ideal. But now they have to deal with the, the sort of rigours of long-haul travel in, in the way that perhaps they've not previously adjusted to playing out of, you know, New South Wales. So that's, I don't know, maybe something that's no, no, I, factoring I, into things. 
do you guys look forward to that trip to down to New Zealand? Do you guys yeah, play down? It's our last game of the season, actually. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Down to Wellington, but yeah. yeah, I think it will be a good trip. I think Wellington actually plays some good football. I think it was their game against City, where like the first half was really close, mm. yeah. and like City like got the better of them in the second half. But like they've been building, and obviously. Um, when I was at Perth, like as a young player, I was with um, Lily Alfeld when she yeah. was at Perth. Obviously, their captain. I think she's on the sidelines at the moment, but she's a great leader within the team. And I think, yeah, they're definitely building something good there. It might take a bit of time, but well, I mean, I think even in this game, like yes, we're talking about it's like yeah. oh, it's a disappointing start to the season, but I mean, they I, only lost one nil no, against exactly. a, like a competitive Adelaide team, yeah. and and much in the same way um, as they did in that City game that you yeah. point out, Miranda, like. They did have large patches of this game where they were quite competitive, and they did give Adelaide some some problems. So I think, I, I think there's um, there's more to to yeah, come. No, than I think for we've sure. Seen from the I, for sure. I, I like I enjoy well like watching runs play because I think they are they are building something. I think they do play when they are they get the game on their terms. They do play some really really nice football. It's just about finding that consistency for them and putting. Mm patches together and making it a whole 90 minutes and yeah. that's like probably the next step for that group and we'll head on to another game your former side and the side you guys are and the other team was the side you're playing next mm-hmm. that Perth Glory Canberra game a, a comeback what a game what a comeback what a game. for for Perth Glory coming back to win 3-2 did you guys get to see any of that game? And I watched the highlights. I That's think. okay that yeah. works that works what did you the goals were pretty good yeah I think they definitely were I think um Perth are definitely with the squad they've got, they've got the mental resilience for that comeback. Like they're definitely and Canberra as well, to be fair. I think they're both teams that will play to the final whistle and even at two, three nil up, you can't you can never be safe, really. Like I that fixture is one that sticks in my mind is it always produces goals. Like it's mm. famous for goals, comebacks. There's so many I remember watching as a kid. Um yeah, always always a goal thriller. No, but, and um, Grace jarley has been in great form. She didn't get on the score sheet in this fixture, but did get an assist though. Yeah, yeah. but uh, a player who's really difficult to to play against. She, she looks like, and she's quite smart as a player. You, I'm assuming you faced her last season. Were you playing in that fixture? Yeah, yeah. What was it like to play against like a player of like her quality? Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's very technical and like like you said, savvy, like soccer smart. Um, and yeah, that I do remember that game. Um. I think we came back from like two nil down. So I'm bringing back a positive memory. Is that yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. <laughs> that was, it was a tough game. That one, like, because I think that was the end of our like seven game streak of like all these games in like one Compact. month. Oh yes, mm-hmm. so that, that end of the season. That was it was wild. I, I want to ask you about that really quickly. What was that? What the hell was going through your mind as that kept going? And you're like, oh, there's another game, another game, another game. <laughs> I don't know. That that end of the season was insane. And like, I'll say like that. The whole season as a whole kind of was probably the hardest season I've been a part of just with all the obstacles we faced, like injuries and then, yeah, like the COVID stuff, which everyone dealt with that. Like, obviously, that wasn't just us. Um, but then having the games in that short period of time is crazy. But, yeah, it was well, meant to be. Crazy. The other big factor in, in Perth's turnaround in this game was obviously the, the continued solid form of, of, of Riley, Riley Baston, you know, a, a fellow a, a American captain. I mean, are you familiar with her much? Like she has obviously played in, in the A-League women's previously with, with Brisbane Raw, but she's had a cracking start to the season. I mean, a, as a fellow attacker, how have you sort of seen her um, start to life in, a, in the purple of Perth glory? 
Uh, I mean, it's really it's good to see, honestly. Like, I don't know if you want to like support fellow Americans <laughs> <laughs> patriotism. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think I think but the squad there is pretty strong, and there's there's a good mix of like y- younger and experienced players, and <laughs> not older. Yeah. I won't use that <laughs> word. I, 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 I see, Lucky, you've got in my head. This is what happened, Lucky. Uh, I made you feel bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that that is on me. You know what? It's it's an interesting one because I think another really sort of I guess wholesome element of this game was the the fact that the opening scorer for Canberra was Nikki Flannery. It was her first goal post uh, ACL injury. Obviously, it wasn't all good news on the ACL front this yeah. this weekend because the, the you know severe injury to Mario Hecker, and we hope that she's all good and we wish her all the best in her recovery. But look, if there is a silver lining that you know someone like the Brazilian could take out of this weekend is that we saw. Nikki Flannery opened the scoring, first goal on return from ACL. Chloe Legazzo, first goal on her return from an ACL injury. And, of course, Kayla Morrison, well, more than one goal on her, you know, her first goal, but then swiftly followed by a few others on return from from an ACL. So th- I thought that was quite a nice moment that all those three got to kind of share that in, in one weekend. Like, no, I, I totally agree with you, Lockie. And I think what I'm looking for, seeing the game as a whole, I'm really excited about Canberra because, like, last season they it was weird for them because they – I think they ended the season well and started poorly and they were one of those teams that can beat anyone on their day and, like, sometimes they can't – like, maybe they don't have the full 90 minutes but you know you're in for a battle. Is Do you look forward to those kinds of fixtures? Because we've got them next. Are you looking forward to – are you looking forward to that fixture? I don't – yeah, are you looking forward to that fixture? Yeah, definitely. I think, like I was saying before, like – Canberra are just one of those like mentally resilient sides and I feel like you can never count them out of anything and and never underestimate them. So um, it would definitely be something where, yeah, looking to go and get three points but got to respect them at the same time. The, the other bit about that opening goal as well for, for Canberra, who I feel like we almost haven't talked enough about like we'll get the, this is not really a word, but incredibleness of, of Perth's comeback in, in Urban this... Urban Dictionary might be there. In this yeah. game. Oh, you know, I don't have a thesaurus just sitting next <laughs> to me. You know, I can't always do it. Um, but the other bit, not just the the fact that Nikki, Nikki Flannery got her moment, but the run to set that goal oh, up yeah. from Michelle Heyman. I mean, that was just... That was, was incredible. Um, you know, once, once it was played inside, Flannery didn't have too much to, to do. I, I guess, you know... Catherine, as you as like an attacker yourself, is there someone who sticks out through your sort of playing time as like this is the person I look to to kind of set me up? And when this person's on the ball, like I know that I'm a sort of a chance to like I know you can create goals you, you, off your own back, no problems. But is there a person who's like okay, this midfielder, this winger's on the ball now. If I just get myself in the right place, this person will will put it exactly where it needs to be. Yeah, definitely. Like Chids, Chids or Mel, I think like they've both assisted a couple of my goals, and like, like you can always like trust them to get the ball like where you want it, and you know work on those combinations. Like there's a couple in particular that like, you know, they just slip through like slip through the gaps, and it's like how did you find that? And it's just so impressive. I think Chids had one to Mel, mm. Chids Chids to Mel in this last game. Yeah, yeah, like oh, it's just so impressive. And, like it's. They're the people that it's fun to play with. Like. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad you brought up that exact goal because, oh, I'm glad you brought up Chids because I was thinking as you were answering it of that exact goal. And I'll be completely honest with you, my thoughts as well were, how did you find that yes, passing? Yeah. Well, I, 
I didn't I didn't see that. I didn't see that. And I have, you know, the, the nice like multi camera stream going. <laughs> didn't see that pass. So yeah, that's what a what a quality player and he, obviously she came in at a Flex five, yeah, almost like a decent way way through the season. Was that like when you got her and then and she was like a trainee? You're like, oh yeah, we've got a special player here. Yeah, for sure. And all of us were like, stay, please stay. And <laughs> <laughs> I think she got out of her other contract. Everyone was like, everyone was like celebrating. It was just like we. She was part of the team, like in in more ways than one. Just on and off the field, like she was huge. Yeah, no, she's a quality player, one of her favourites on Radio Dub. We do like the champion, Alex Shidiak, on this show. And another quality uh, midfielder, I think, play, I'm pretty sure played in the the other fixture we're going to talk about, the Brisbane Raw, uh, Western Sydney Wanderers game, uh, Katrina Gorey? Yes. I was freaking no, out. I was, I was just, I was I was just hoping that was the name you were going to say. No, I was, I was freaking out because I was like, I know this for sure, yeah. but like... If I say it and she didn't play, don't I look like no, a fool? No, no, she, she, got, um, she, she started this game. She got 45 minutes uh, off yeah. the bench, which is, of, of course, the, the half in which Brisbane were able to, to score through through Holly Palmer. It kind of looked like it might have been Katrina Gorey for a second because they're both sort of, you know, similarly diminutive and it was like a, a crowded penalty box. But, no, it was it was Holly Palmer's goal and she continues a, a pretty solid start, I think, to the, the season in in midfield for, for Brisbane. But I think the best part about Katrina Gorey being back and in front of the cameras is that Harper's back. And the dub zone coverage, the, the, the post-match interview with Katrina Gorey where you just see the start, Harper's in the background, yeah. out of nowhere, camera just like tilts slightly <laughs> and boom. Harper's gone, disappeared, yeah. disappeared. I think Harper's got more A-League women's appearances than a lot of, like, when... Then the lot than average the average person who's older than Harper like she's just constantly at the game she's yeah, constantly yeah. at the game I, I feel like in maybe like six months we'll see her in the boots and she's gonna score a goal <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised yeah. Yeah. it's a rapid progression <laughs> just because it's um no but a player like Katrina Gorey is quality and you faced her Zim, and that Brisbane side focused so much around her and she mm. drives that like team so well how much of a boost is she gonna be to that team do you reckon uh, now that she's like back. Like, yeah, I think she'll be huge. I think it was our f- first time playing them last year, maybe. I think she scored. I don't know if she scored two. So there was, was a lot of weird goals, game. There was she... a weird game between like Brisbane and Melbourne, and I, like, and I was like, "There's too many goals going on." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's just like you have to respect her. Like she's obviously like a legend of the game here, and um, yeah, I think she'll be huge for the team, and hopefully, she doesn't score any like long range goals on us. Yeah, uh, obviously the other side of the coin in this game is is you know western sydney who i think let's not make any bones about it have had a pretty challenging start to the season particularly in front of goal where they've only managed to to put two in the back of the net they have sort of been operating for large parts without a a recognized striker but that difficulty in front of goal i thought was very much on display in in this game Uh, it was apparent in the sydney derby where again they were creating chances they were giving as good as they got but they weren't finding the back of the net now Zim, I know you probably haven't gone through too many sort of uh, dry spells, I guess, where finding the the back of the net is concerned. But, you know, maybe for, you know, one person sort of four or five game run without a goal is maybe two or three by by your own standards. But when you are in that kind of moment where, you know, the, the absence of scoring is sort of maybe playing in the back of your mind, how do you manage that period? And how do you think Western Sydney can go about you know, short of signing a, a proper striker, um, go about sort of getting around this this mental hurdle, which is scoring. 
Yeah, it's it's always tough when you get into those like droughts. I've definitely been in them. I think last year I was probably four or five games without one too. And yeah, it kind of like you want to try not to let it bother you. Like and just if you can still play well and like do your jo- do a job in like other ways to help the team. Like and if you're not scoring, you're doing other things to help the team. At least you know you're still contributing. But mm. in the back of your mind, you're still like, ah, like I'm not really really doing my job here. So um, yeah, it's tough. It is tough. But you just try and focus on like. Day by day, like, don't get too caught up on it because then you're just going to be, yeah. you know, kind of digging yourself in a hole. Um, well, and it's uh, it's especially tough when it is, as is the case for Western Sydney. It, it's not just one play. You know, if you're struggling, you can rely on someone else. But if it's if it's everyone, then you, you, you start to have an issue. Yeah. No, it, it is. And uh, hopefully Western Sydney can, can get a few more goals on the ball because... The, the dub has been chaos this season. We've seen a lot of goals. Beautiful, and beautiful some, chaos, some, though. Some the good kind chaos, of chaos. My favourite type of chaos. And it's been spectacular to watch. But much like Radio Dub, a bit chaotic sometimes, you know, <laughs> I, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. <laughs> Had so much fun. Miranda, thank you for joining us, co host. I'm hoping that you will continue to, to come back because we would like to have you on the show. Yeah, definitely. You guys have made a good, like, Good pitch, so yeah, I think exactly, I'm happy. Exactly. So we'll wait for. Well, we've got to decide that we want. Oh, okay. Just to be fair, this <laughs> has to be it has to be a two way thing. <laughs> thing. And Zim, thank you for staying for the for coming for the interview and then staying to go over some games as well. And uh, thank you for everybody who listened. And if you did miss the show, you can catch it on SoundCloud, Spotify, Spotify. L- literally uh, anywhere you like to. Anyway. So where do you, you are you a podcast listener? Where do you usually listen um, to your podcasts? Yeah, where do you Spotify, listen to your own podcast? Yeah. Spotify, you can get them on there. Miranda, podcast, yeah, Spotify, 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 Apple it, Podcasts, anywhere want, you like anywhere to listen you like. to your podcast. Exactly. You can hear us. So uh, thank you for joining us and we should be back next week. We'll be back next we'll week. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye for now. Pickett, she lays it off. Teresa Polaris. It's an absolute peach. Is Sam Kerr has a hat-trick. Meet him up, 1-0. Look through the box.